you what was Mar- your what was your initial reaction when you heard that McCarthy was fired? Uh, like everyone else, I was surprised that it it happened right away. Um, when I talked with Homer earlier, I said I'd be surprised if it happened tomorrow. Um, so I was even more surprised that it happened like a half hour after the game. That was interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that it happened as soon as it did. Not surprised overall that it happened. I think a change was needed and it was coming. Um, I just, I, I kind of go back to, and, and Homer, you talked about this. I don't, I don't understand, like in a coaching search, I don't understand the advantage uh, to letting a guy go with four games left. You can, I mean, you can search for a coach while he's still there. Yep. Um, I don't really, I don't well, know. Well, and it's done much more easily now because coaches have agents. There was a time when they didn't, and therefore you had to communicate with that coach, and then that can create problems. There's no difficulty at all now in assessing, and I would hope that they probably already have a list of some sort, uh, and that you can start talking to agents of various people, and his position as head coach or being let go now, uh, the difference to me is incredibly insignificant given the agent's role with coaches. Yeah, it's just interesting to me, and we talked about it. I just, you know, I'm kind of surprised that, they let him go during the season. And maybe I'm being too nice about it because uh, they don't give players the same courtesy. It's not like, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to cut this guy in a few weeks, but let's, we'll let him hang around even though we want him gone while we're looking for another tight end. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too nice and too naive about it. And, you know, they're ready to move on right now, so let's move on. Or it's so. possible they do have a mathematical chance, and he thought as – we should let you know what John Kuhn and Chewy said. They both felt that the way the team played today was indicative that he had lost the team. I want to make sure I say this right because it gets very dangerous when you talk this about Yeah, you start talking about yeah losing the team, teams quitting on him. I mean, there are some dangerous terms that you can throw out there, but the, yeah, the, I would say the general overarching theme that both Mark Chimura and John Kuhn said that, yeah, it's it's very possible that McCarthy had kind of lost the team. So you get Philbin in and you have a mathematical chance to maybe catch fire and get in. That, that's also an option that we'll find out when Mark Murphy talks tomorrow. I don't know that he would put it that way. but Yeah, but I, I think the weird thing, if you're looking at it, at it that way, I feel like uh, preparing for Arizona would have been an ideal time to let Philbin like, take the reins, right? Mm-hmm. Like, an opponent coming in, the, like it's a perfect situation for Philbin to come in, you know, playing against a lesser opponent in Lambeau, backs against the wall, kind of galvanizing moment. Like, I would have thought that could have happened last week. But, um, like, right now, yeah, mathematically, they're, I guess they're still in it somehow. I haven't even seen the scenarios. But, I mean, they're basically out of it. It's the rest of the season's. <laughs> It's, uh, it's kind of all for nothing. I don't um, think that Mark Murphy, like the rest of us, thought there was any way they were going to lose this game. No, no, so I didn't either. I thought I thought it would end up kind of like uh, Miami a few weeks ago. I thought they would handle business. It'd be you know your typical your typical uh, Lambeau Field cold weather late season game against you know a crappy opponent. Um, and what what we found out today, a not so crappy opponent or. <laughs> You know, the, it was the home team that was kind of crappy. Um, 
I so I don't know. I, I was that was a huge surprise. I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. And to your point, what Chewy and Coon said about the team, uh, however they were, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but something to the effect of the guys uh, just not playing up to the level expected, and McCarthy kind of. Um, you've lost the team or however you said it. Um, I, I could see that. I didn't see specific moments, but really when you look at the whole body of work of this season to this point, man, there's, I think there's a lot of times you could point to um, just their response and their ability to bounce back and, and kind of overcome adversity. Like they weren't able to do that this year. And maybe that's, you know, that was the writing on the wall right there. Like they, they weren't responding to whatever coaching, whatever was going on in that locker room and being said to them. You got a next coach? You have a selection? I have no clue. Right. I don't, I've kind of bounced back and forth because. Are you going to throw your own name in the hat? Yeah, I did. I did earlier on Pack Attack, yeah, and then I, I like revoked it immediately. It was I was available <laughs> for about five seconds. One of those things where you just wanted to say it out loud, see how it sounded. Turns yeah, out you yeah, didn't yeah. like how it sounded, so you backed away. Right. It kind of scared me, but. Um, <laughs> No, I, I go back and forth. I think it'd be awesome to get. I know the cool, like the trendy thing to say right now is like, oh, let's get in, let's get the next Sean McVay. Like, I like what does that even mean? I, is there a next Sean McVay? I don't know. Like, I that probably got. I just want to make sure it's not the next Jeff Fisher crap. Yeah, no, or just Jeff Fisher in general, right? No, like, correct. Yes. Don't whatever whoever's listening, Mark. Don't get Jeff Fisher, but um. Uh, to be fair, though, that it would have been an upgrade. You know, eight and eight, a nice eight and eight season would have would have been pretty good this year, I think. Um, Come on, I think he went like seven and nine last three, yeah, or seven and nine. That was kind of his wheelhouse there. No, but I go back and forth. Like, should it be a young coach, the next Sean McVay, whatever the heck that means, or should it be like a seasoned coach? Like a, I've seen Bruce Arians' name bounced around. Um, I I don't know. I go back and forth. I think either one would work. It's just like. Good, good luck, whoever's picking, because if you pick the wrong one, woo boy. Woo boy. Yeah. I want to ask you the big question, and, oh. and also how you will respond to people who believe it. Did Aaron Rodgers get Mike McCarthy fired, and what do you say to those who will always believe it? Um, I don't think so. I, I would think McCarthy needs to take take this responsibility himself and i think he will he will um to say to single out a player to say they got a guy fired i I think that's really unfair um yeah i just i'm I'm not in that club homer are you homer are you in that club you're not in that club no but i have to admit that if they were getting along that i'm not sure that mike mccarthy would be fired now but does getting along, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't either. It's kind of a fine line. Does getting along equal more wins? I don't know. I don't know. Or it's just is it just the coaching and the philosophy that's kind of broken and not the relationships? I don't know. Talking with former Packers tight end Tom Crabtree. This is Pack Attack on ESPN Wisconsin and News Radio 620 WTMJ. You were just kind of bouncing around some different ideas about who potentially, what, not specific names, but the type of coach that the Green Bay yeah. Packers could bring in. What type of coach do you think Aaron Rodgers would respond to best? Um, man, I, I think... 
Honestly, it, it's funny because I know Sean McVay. I played with him in college. Um, like, if they could bring him, is there a way to do that? Can we make this happen? Can we get the Rams on the phone? No, <laughs> no. I, I can't. I can't imagine that they're you know <laughs> that they're willing to part with their highly successful NFL head coach. Oh man, I don't know. I think we can make it happen. But honestly, like ideally, like personality wise, uh, Sean just being kind of like a. I'll stop using his name and stuff because it's getting like really annoying. People saying the next, you know who. Um, but really, kind of a. Oh man, and I think it would have to be a younger guy, like a new school kind of new thought kind of guy, like a relaxed, little bit laid back personality. Can step it up when he needs to. Innovative ideas as far as route schemes and the offense and and you know game planning. Um, kind of an open minded guy. I think that's pretty important. I think I think it's a two way street. I think Aaron needs to voice his opinion on the game plan and the direction of the team, and vice versa. Like this guy needs to be able to communicate to Aaron and the rest of the offense what he thinks, and it needs to resonate with them and and kind of sink in. I it can't be a one way street. It can't be uh, somebody setting their ways and and. Um, I hate to use this stereotype, but maybe like with an older coach who's been around the league more often, I think they're going to be more set in their ways <clears throat> and a little less receptive to, you know, these young players' uh, ideas. So I, maybe it is younger coach. I don't know. Did that make sense? I hope I, I felt like no. I it definitely to, uh, no. It makes sense. You had to talk your way through the answer a little bit, but right, right, right. I I, I think it makes sense. Yeah, if you don't have McVeigh type as the head coach. You're clearly going to have McVay type as the offensive coordinator. Whoever comes in, whatever group, has to include an offensive person that fits whatever they think is best for Aaron Rodgers. You can't bring a team in of coaches, either head or offensive coordinator, that does not work well with what Aaron Rodgers wants. Wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, between the head coach and whoever the offensive coordinator is going to be, um, one or both of those positions obviously has to be has to really mesh well with the quarterback because he's got a, he's got a lot of good years ahead of him, and I, I truly believe he's still got some championship years ahead of him. And in order to do that, I think you got to have that that next head coach and or that that next offensive coordinator. They got to be they got to be on the same page. Like I said, it's got to be a two way street. It's got to be they got to be bouncing ideas off each other. It's got to be like a you know, some kind of like a little bubble think tank situation where they're just dialing stuff up and just game planning together. And because I think Aaron's at that point in his career where he's he's got the credibility, he's got the, the smarts to be able to do that, and he deserves that at this point in his career. Um, so, yeah. Tom, thank you so much for joining Pack Attack for a second time uh, this evening.